0: Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. The time is now 8 p.m. Thank you, Mr. Alarm Clock. We did not exactly need to know that, but okay. Now you folks know what time it is as I'm recording this. Anyway, this is the last quarterfinal match, which I only found out because Ken mentioned it. I thought we had one more, but I wasn't sure because tournaments equal endless equals not being able to keep track. So, yeah. Um, Just a bit of housekeeping before we get started, and I will remind you of this in the coming days and weeks. December 6th. I will be probably quite a bit late recording this. Because there are a couple of things I'm going to be doing that evening that will be happening during the normal time that I'm recording this, so... I'm going to be either absurdly early or absurdly late. I haven't decided which one yet. So, probably absurdly late just so I don't confuse myself. But I just wanted to go ahead and put that out there and let you guys know that that's happening. So, well, there you go. Now, let's get into this, shall we? And how do we do that? we meet our contestants first today we have sandy ed and nick and the one i remember right off the top of my head was ed from the professor's tournament he made it all the way to the finals of the professor's tournament and stayed pretty well within striking distance of sam buttry who we saw in last year's tournament of champions and once again in jeopardy masters back in the spring which we did not get to cover because this podcast did not exist yet If I ever get the chance, I will go back, and we will cover it. But who knows when that's going to be, considering how badly the last flashbacks we tried to do ended up going, because half of them were missing. But that's that's a brief, you know, introduction to our players and things like that. And I gotta say, this game this game had a dramatic twist rather late because for a lot of the game it was very tight there were ties for the lead. the lead was playing ping pong between the players it was just everyone played very very well and it was hard for anyone to hold on to the lead sandy got a hold of the first daily double and Played the whole true daily double card in the only safe place in the entire game to play it, which is, you know, the first round. Because first round, you can come back from that rather quickly and rather easily most of the time. But if you were to do something stupid like that with a huge score in Double Jeopardy and, you know, mess up and miss the question and drop yourself back down to zero that really late in the game, well, yeah, you're unlikely to come back to full full strength plus, so yeah. But rather late into Double Jeopardy, the game took a twist because Ed landed both of the Daily Doubles right together rather quickly. Sizable wagers on each one prompting me to scream at him from the side of the television. But it worked out well because he got them right. And ended up giving himself a nice large lead which he maintained going into final and the interesting thing Ken pointed this out on the show today is apparently World Television Day and the final Jeopardy! category was television so Ken made a comment about that and it was it was kind of entertaining because I mean what are the odds What are the odds of a category like that falling on this kind of event? But yeah, it it did. And let's just say our players had a really nasty time out of Final Jeopardy today, because nobody got it right. Absolutely no one got it right. We had some bet, we had one of our players who lost everything but a dollar. One of them lost everything. And one of them lost nothing because zero, zero wager. And it was Ed who made the zero wager and lost nothing. So he landed that last spot in the semifinals with a very intense, very intense game. With that result, it's just wow, because as intense as it was starting out, where everyone was kind of fighting over the lead. You would not have figured that someone would be able to take off like that, but he did. He took off, and he didn't look back. And it was just epic. That's a strategy. I don't know if he was intentionally playing it like that. I suspect not, but I I think that's a strategy that someone could use to their advantage if they ever wanted to. It's to kind of hold back in the first round, let things stay pretty tight and then just go running off like a crazy person in double jeopardy and just bam 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 take away all the take away all the money off the board and leave your opponents crying in a corner 10 miles behind you. I do feel like that's a viable strategy if you could pull it off, but there are risks to it like there are risks to every strategy that you could possibly come up with. So yeah, that that was basically today's game. And, you know, my observations, reactions, all that kind of fun stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And as usual, I'm going to say good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.